It's the Rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour et bonsoir, c'est Simon Marcel et welcome to the Rendezvous. Before we talk love, before I take your phone calls and before I hear your love stories, I want to uh, invite you during this quarantine time, during this time where for many couples living together and not having, you know, able to go to work and, and have enough space sometimes and the kids and all this, you have frustrations. So my advice and my invitation is don't vent at each other, vent at me. And for that, just email me, therendezvousshow.com, what's going on. Long emails are welcome. Uh, I'm home. I read them. I will answer your questions or just hear you out. But please, don't vent at your partner. Vent at me. I'm here for that too. Anytime, you go to therendezvousshow.com and I guarantee you that I will read your email and I will answer as soon as possible. But now, it's time for your calls, 855-905-8255. If you have a question about your relationship, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Dion. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour. How can I help you tonight? Yeah, so I was dating this guy. Um, I mean, it was only a month, but we were friends in, like, elementary school, <laughs> which, I mean, it was okay. a long time ago, too, but... When we started dating, he was just so all in and so about me, and everything was going great. Like, I literally was on cloud nine for how much a gentleman he was, and I just thought everything was going great. And then we had these big plans for Valentine's Day back in February, and I had everything, like, set up, and I cooked dinner. It was looking nice, and he never showed up, and I haven't really heard from him since. So I reached out twice, and... He told me two weeks after Valentine's Day his grandmother died, which I felt terrible about, but yeah, and still, I just kind of think that it wasn't sincere, and I just don't know what happened, and I mean, I'm probably never going to get those answers, but I'm really having a hard time getting over it. Yes, I mean, um, to get over somebody who is not a good person to you, you've got to ask yourself this very important question, which is... Why would I want to go back with a man who was not treating me right? I know, but the thing about it is everything was so good until that day. Yeah, but, Dion, it's not a good thing to be stood up like this for Valentine's. And, and then you had to reach out twice. I don't feel he's into you. You want to hear the thing is, he's not into you, Diane. He's, he's like, why not didn't he just tell me, you know? Because, you know, have you ever done that to somebody, by the way? Like, you know, you, like over the person, you don't care, you met somebody else, you're excited, you may be in love with somebody else, and you have zero interest on some, and you never reached back to them. Have you ever done that? No. <laughs> I think you okay. should, you know, be forward with people if you're not interested. I, you're right. Mm -hmm. But people do that. Uh, they shouldn't. And so my advice to you is remember constantly, he doesn't want to be with me. He doesn't treat me right. He doesn't reach out. He doesn't care. And then you ask yourself, why the heck would I want a guy like this now? Yeah. True. Well, so, thank all you, right. Simon. I appreciate it. That's what I'm here for. Thank you for calling and have a good night. Changing gears because I just got a very interesting email from Victor about his girlfriend. 
He needs my help. He needs an advice on a situation that is not easy. So his email is coming up next on The Rendezvous. So I got this email from Victor at therendezvousshow.com. Victor is 26. He's been for 10 years with the same girlfriend, this high school sweetheart. Uh, he cheated on her and then they broke up. She went to see another dude. He went to see another woman. Basically, they went back together and everything was going well until he caught her kind of stalking her ex or the guy she had Ulalawis while they were on break uh, again and again. And he gave an ultimatum. Either you stop following him on every social media or we should end this relationship. She said, no, I'm not stopping. I'm just curious. I'm doing nothing wrong. He doesn't know what to do. So, Victor, I'm going to tell you next what is my advice and my insight on your situation. What would you do if you were in Victor's shoes who sent me that email at therendezvousshow.com where he says, you know, basically, um, I found my girlfriend uh, still stalking and following the ex she had when we were on break. And I told her, either you block him on every social media or we break up. She said, no, you should trust me. And he goes, can I trust somebody who's curious and kind of stalk an old fling even if there is no contact between them? And my advice is this, Victor. Yes, you should. Those things do not matter. Who you stalk, who you follow, this is surreal. What I'm interested in is your level of happiness with your girlfriend. And please, I want you to be more mature and follow my advice. Leave her alone. More trust, less suspicion. Remember, you cheated on her first. She did not. So trust your girlfriend and trust the relationship. Please, she needs you to trust her. And you need her to trust you. All right? I hope that helps. Less drama, more trusting, more loving. That will work. Your calls and new questions are next on The Rendezvous. If you have a question or a doubt about your relationship, call me. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Tia. Bonjour. Bonjour and welcome to The Rendezvous. So tell me what's going on with the guys you've been seeing. Uh, well, it's... It was a guy that I saw a couple years ago. We dated for about six or seven months, and we broke up. But we, we stayed friends, and we, we talked, like, a couple times a week, probably, uh -huh. um, which was really lovely and, and kind, of, uh, kind of a different thing for me. I'm not usually friends with my exes, but this, this was a good one. And a little bit ago, he just went off the grid for, like, two weeks. Um, wasn't responding to any of my messages, nothing. Um, and I finally confronted him about it and said, hey, you know, what's going on? I haven't heard. Are you okay? You know, what, what's happening? And he told me that he decided that it was um, inappropriate uh, because he's been dating this girl for a while and, and they just moved in together. And so he felt that it was inappropriate to talk to me. Um, and I was, you know, understandably very upset about that. I felt that that was not an appropriate way to treat a friend, um, just to, you know, leave without any warning. Um, so I'm wondering if this is a friendship worth salvaging or, or if I should just take that treatment as an indication that I'm, I'm no longer important enough to be a part of his life. I, I understand where you're coming from, uh, Tia, but I think what happened in the situation with your ex is that he met somebody and he wants to close the universe around them for now. I don't think it's so much against you personally. I think it's like what he needs now. If you want to be a good friend, you just leave him alone because he needs in the universe to be alone with this woman. 
And also the fact that he did that shows he still has kind of feelings for you. So he, oh. if he didn't have any feelings, he would have not closed the door like this. So I think as a guy, I can relate to that. Mm, am I being honest with myself? Maybe I still have feelings for Tia, but I'm in love with this other girl. So let me give you a chance with the new girl 100%. And the best way for me is not to have Tia into my life for now. I understand it's painful and upsetting, Tia, but my advice on this is total distance and respect his wish because one day in your life, maybe later on, you will be happy he's not in your life anymore and when you meet somebody else or other things. So it's like we have to respect that universe. What's meant to be for now is good now. It doesn't mean it's meant to be forever. That's a good point. I hadn't thought so, about it that way. All Thank right. You. You're welcome, Tia. Thank you for your call and have a good night. Thank you. You too. That leads me to a key question. Should we stay friends with our exes once we have moved on? Let's talk about that next on The Rendezvous. Question for you. Do you think we should stay friends with our exes after we have broken up? It's a key question, and I was just talking about that with Tia because she felt hurt when her ex uh, asked her not to communicate with him anymore because he entered a new relationship and just didn't want to move on and then have her in his life anymore. And she felt hurt because she said, you know, I'm friends with my exes, but should we stay friends with our exes? And what does that mean if we are? Because if we are still friends with our exes, it shows that I think we're both good persons because you don't stay friends with somebody who hurts your feelings, cheats on you, or abuse you, right? You don't stay friends with an abuser or a jerk. You stay friends with somebody who's of good quality and you did good too. So being friends with the ex is the reward for acting properly in the relationship. But what is the right way to be friends with an ex after we have moved on? That I'm going to tell you next. So I believe that it's okay to be friends with our exes, but in what way, in what capacity? What is, I find, the healthy way and the unhealthy way to be friends with our exes? Number one, uh, obviously, when things are over, we need a time where we don't see each other. It's like the dust has to come down. And I would say, you know, for the first six months a year, you can text a little bit and all that. But you have to, everybody has to move on. You have to bury the past to be able to kiss the future. So first thing first, little communication. How are you? Hope you're okay. Stuff like nothing more. A year later, I like to have coffee or lunch with exes, it's okay. Never dinner, never inappropriate timing, no happy hours, don't hang out. But I find it rewarding to be still friends with a lot of the women I've loved and they've loved me too. And it doesn't mean I want to go back with them. It doesn't mean they want to go back with me. It's just the right way to do it. Not too close, not too often, but I don't see anything wrong with a lunch once a year. That's just me. I'm going to put the question on social media. You can go tell me what you think at Rendezvous Radio. You call the next. If you want to make your favorite French dude happy or happier, you know, share with me your love stories because I look forward for my show and hearing positive things that we all have done in the name of love, of romance, of caring for each other. So if you have a story like this, more than ever, please call me 855-905-8255. Ashley, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Ashley. So, I believe your boyfriend is doing something romantic for you. I want to know what it is. He is. Um, so, he knows that ever since I was a little girl, I have loved 
Jane Austen's novels. Um, I just think the time period is so romantic and all their gestures, like they dance together, they write letters, they court each other. And with that being the case, um, I'm apart from my boyfriend right now during the quarantine and we can't really go on dates. We can't really dance together or anything like that. So lo and behold, I'm sifting through my mail this morning and there's a letter for me. And it was this beautiful handwritten love letter that he had mailed to me, just like, you know, the characters in the novels used to do. And, you know, when we were in the same city, there was no reason to write a letter. But since we're apart right now, it's just like the most romantic gesture. And I've always wanted that. So I don't know. I guess romance can still live on in this crazy time, you know? For sure. How did you feel when you saw your name written by his handwriting on the letter? How did that make you feel when you opened the letter? I felt like it was so special, and I don't know if this makes sense, but I felt very feminine. Like, I felt like a lady who was being respected and courted, and I wanted to wear a corset for some reason. I just felt so romantic, <laughs> you know? I love that. Listen, you're going to start writing him back, right? You're going to think about an answer to that letter. Oh, my gosh. I haven't even started thinking about that yet. <gasps> you should. You should, because if I'm your boyfriend, I definitely want to hear back from you. It's not a one-way street, right? So it's a, love is always, you know, reciprocate. So I say you should start writing a letter tomorrow or whenever you can and mail one to him and go back and forth. Absolutely. I love that. Oh, my gosh, it's so cute. You really should. All right, Ashley. Thank you so much for calling. Stay healthy and have a good night. Good night, Simon. Coming up next, I'm going to go to my voicemail because somebody needs my help when it comes to a long-distance relationship matter. So her voicemail is coming up next. If you're listening to The Rendezvous and you have questions for me, don't hesitate, 24-7-855-905-8255. Just leave me a voicemail like this one. Hey, bonjour, Simon. This is Bianca. Um, I, uh, I have a pretty sticky question to ask. Um, I've been in a relationship with my boyfriend for about eight months, and he just found out that his company wants to possibly send him over to Germany for uh, six months or more at the end of the year, if they possibly can, and uh, we haven't talked much about it. He just kind of told me that this is happening, and I I don't know what to do. Um I love your show, and I love the advice you give, Simon, and I would love if you would kind of talk about that and let me know your thoughts. Thank you for the voicemail. What should you do if your partner just announced you that he's going to go overseas at the end of the year? I'll tell you what I would do next. What would you do if you were somebody for about eight months, like Bianca who sent me that voicemail, and her boyfriend announced to her that Possibly, at the end of the year, uh, his company wants to send him in Germany, so overseas, right? And they just talked about it, so she's shocked, she's worried, what should I do, what should I not do? Here's my advice. Don't be afraid of long distance, because if the universe wants you guys to stay together, you're going to find a way, and you should talk about it without any fear or anxiety. You know, a lot of people get together in the same town, and it doesn't work. And some people are you know, separated for a while and it works forever. It's not about the long distance that matters. It's how much he's going to want to include you in what you guys can do together over there. What's the plan? 
So talk about it. Don't be afraid of talking about it. Have a great conversation. Always follow your intuition and trust the universe. It's whatever it's meant to be will happen. Your calls and your questions are next. If you have a question for me, call the rendezvous, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Jody. Bonjour, Simon. So, uh, I understand that uh, something is going on between you and your husband. How can I help you guys? Well, my husband, he works in essential retail, so he's having to go to work every day. But it also means that, um, you know, he can be bringing home something every night. Uh, with everything going on with the virus. And mm -hmm. as a result, we are trying to be very, very careful. I've moved into a separate bedroom, both so I don't catch anything and so he can get the rest he needs to be able to go to work. Uh, but it also means that we haven't done any ooh-la-la. -la. We, we haven't been able to hug. We haven't been able to do a kiss goodnight in I don't even know how many weeks. And it's um, starting to get a little draining emotionally and... And feeling like maybe we're, you know, losing a little bit of a connection by not being able to have any physicality. No question. No, I understand. We, you know, touch is such an important part of the language of love. So I understand. And also I understand, you know, the importance of, of what your husband is doing. And uh, we all have such gratitudes for all the essential workers every day. So um, to balance both, I have an idea. What about, and I don't know if you guys do this, do you text ulala messages? Do you FaceTime with ulala? Do you... And, and, you know, like, even if you're not physically in the same place, you could make it exciting. After all, your, your husband and wives, that's the point, is that you have to use almost like, you know, I would say the younger generation does. But <laughs> there's many ways to get excited, you know, for like a rendezvous, but the different kind than, you know, this show, where, you know, you kind of rendezvous on, online, on Zoom, on FaceTime. You see what I'm saying? Yes, I hadn't thought of that since we're in the same house, just in different spaces. Yeah. Well, exactly. So I'm figuring this is the safest way. And many, many couples who are quarantining uh, separately from each other has come to that technique. So during the day, maybe you send him a picture and say, oh, I miss you. And then he's going to say something else. And then he say, oh, let's, let's rendezvous on, on Zoom. And, and then the rest I leave to your imagination, okay? I, I love it. And I'm, I think that he's going to love that quite a lot. You know it. <laughs> thank you, Simon. <laughs> You're most welcome, and thank uh, your husband and, and, and for what he's doing for all of us. We really appreciate I, it, please. I will. Thank you. All right, Jody. Good luck to you, and have a good night. Thank you. Good night, Simon. Changing gears, but I know how many people, single or not, have thought about the exes during this quarantine time. So here's the question for you to finish the show. Have you ever taken an ex back? We're going to talk about that next on The Rendezvous, so stay with me. Have you ever taken an X back? Second chance, baby. Taken an X back. I want to know that because, you know, I know right now, especially, a lot of single people have reconnected, make friends with an ex or thought about it. I also know people that are in relationships that still think about taking an ex back. So it's a good question. Have you ever taken an ex back? And here's what the result of the poll is as I posted this on my social media at Rendezvous Radio. 66% of you said, no, I have not taken an ex back. 34% of you said, yes, I have. And I have more than once. It's okay. You know, who doesn't dare doesn't leave. 
second chance can be really good sometimes. Sometimes not, sometimes yes. Anyway, thank you so much for listening to the show and thank you to all the essential workers that makes our life possible. Every show I do these days, every night, is dedicated to you. Thank you very much. Good night. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.